Dave joins us now. And Dave, good morning to you. You doing okay? Hi, John. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing okay. I, I feel like we're you got a lot. You're juggling a lot of balls this morning. Am I right? Yeah. Well, that's all right. Yeah, I apologize. My fault. No, no, I apologize. For a moment. Yeah, no, I apologize. Thanks for being on with us. Uh, you oh, f- you bet. You feeling okay? Health okay? Yeah, yeah. So far, so good. Uh, and and crew wise, we've been in in pretty good shape. We 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 had, you know, we we've had a few scares here and there and so forth. And you know, certainly had some friends impacted and things of that nature. But and and sadly, some friends that have passed from it. But. Mm. No, we're just trying to work our way through it like everybody else. Same yeah. is true for everybody listening, unfortunately. Yeah, boy, it has been uh, it's been a wild football season, hadn't it? Just just navigating those uh, uh, COVID protocol waters, and now here we go into basketball, and just adds kind of another level of wildness. It does, you know. It's it's. I thought, and I know we as announcers in the Big Twelve, we had a lot of correspondents really trying to help each other out, and we have. I think we all thought that football would be challenging, but I think we knew basketball would be far worse. Indoor game, uh, more more games, obviously. Right. Uh, it's a lot more travel, another piece of the puzzle that complicates things. And so it's it's been it's been challenging. Oklahoma State's been fortunate. Uh, the Cowboys have been able to get all of their games in. The fact that the Marquette game was played, I still think, was nothing but the grace of God. Yeah. I, I would have said a month ago there's no way that game ever gets played with the issues with the virus in Wisconsin, just sort of the things that were being said. But it it was played, and Oklahoma State won. So very fortunate, scheduled to play again tonight against Earl Roberts. So it looks like uh, the Cowboys, kind of like the football team, are, are, are going to be able to get through uh, things in pretty good shape so far. Yep, so far, and good start for the Cowboys basketball. 4-0, and you mentioned the win over Marquette. Oral Roberts coming up tonight. Uh, uh, Cade Cunningham is a guy that has uh, gotten a lot of attention. I tell you, the, the, the games that I've uh, watched with Oklahoma State and listened to you on, uh, he sounds like he is, he sounds like the real deal, isn't he? He is, and you know, some people think he'll be the number one overall pick in the draft, and, and it, what's cool about him is he understands the flow of the game, which I guess is what elite players do, is he knows when he needs to hit shots. He knows when he needs to carry an offensive burden, but but it's not overbearing. It, it happens when it needs to happen. He's a great passer. He's really good playing in the post if they, if they use him there. Just lots and lots of skills. And, and still learning. I mean, still things he's, he's working on on the defensive end. And, you know, I think he'd like to cut his turnovers down a little bit, but Oh, he's very gifted, very skilled, and just has terrific savvy for the game. Oh, are you tonight uh, at Wichita State, Saturday, TCU next week. So here comes Big 12 Conference play. We play Texas, scheduled to play Texas on Sunday. So uh, here comes the start of conference play uh, much earlier than normal. Yes, and I, I, you know what, though, John? I'm glad we did it this way. Yeah. I was reading a story in the Pittsburgh Post. They were talking to Jeff Capel, the uh, head coach of Pittsburgh, and he was talking about the difficulties with Christmas because in the ACC they're playing, I think in his case, the 22nd and the 29th. And so you have the mandatory three days off for Christmas per NCAA guidelines. Well, what do you do with your guys? Yeah. Do you send them home? Do you not? The Big 12 taking the two weeks off uh, at Christmas, letting guys go home, giving the buffer once they return back to clear through COVID, uh, COVID protocols, and deal with any issues that come up, and then starting late play 
that first weekend in January, I think was so smart. If you want to let the guys go home, but if you do, you'd better have a buffer to deal with the post-trip home COVID potential. I just thought it was very well done on the conference part, and it makes that decision easy. You can cut the guys loose after that second conference game, at least in our case you can, and, and then give them several days to go home and then you know deal with any COVID issues that come afterwards and then go right, get ready to play conference play. Again, so I, I think what the conference did in this case was, was exactly the way it needs to be done. Yep. Dave Hunziker with us, voice of the uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys. Garrett, uh, tell Dave, so look at this cup that's sitting on the counter here. I see that. All right, I brought in a smoothie into the studio <laughs> this morning, Dave. Uh, Garrett, can you describe to Dave the cup that I have? Well, it is an orange Oklahoma State cup. It is orange, very orange. And it's got somebody on the side that I'm not familiar <laughs> with. <laughs> I apologize Hen- for that. Mr. Henry Iba, right there. Ah, uh, yeah. So, so this was the cup, the 75th anniversary of Gallagher Iba. It's kind of a 3D a picture, a couple yeah. of pictures on the side, and uh, Mr. Iba, and this is, uh, is it Ed Gallagher, was that his first name? That's correct. Ed Gallagher, who was the big wrestling coach there, hmm. so this is a what? keeper. This is a this is one of the best cups I have in the collection. That's nice. Just, just for the occasion. And I prominently in my office. Just for the occasion, right. having you on, Dave. <laughs> Looking forward to you guys coming down this weekend. Let's talk football. And uh, what's the you know, what's the mood, I guess? What's the mindset there for Oklahoma State football right now? Well, we'll find out. Hmm. Uh, you've had Tevin Jenkins, who's a terrific offensive tackle, who has decided he needed it in his career to get ready for the draft. Tylen Wallace on that highlight you played. Uh, from the game against TCU, was injured on that play, probably won't play this weekend. Rodarius Williams is having an All-American-type season at corner. I would say he's very doubtful for this weekend due to injury. Chuba Hubbard, I don't, I'm very, I'm extremely uh, pessimistic about his opportunity to play in the game. L.D. Brown, the backup tailback may not, I mean, you hear the long list of guys, not to mention the place kicker, Alex Hale, who was having a fantastic season. He blew his knee out in warm-ups against Oklahoma, and he's done for the year. So it's a very depleted Oklahoma State squad right now. And, you know, what does that mean temperament-wise? For some of the younger players or lesser experienced players like Desmond Jackson, the tailback, it's opportunity. And he's seized it. He's been terrific in the two games he started. But you're getting young in a lot of places. And even though the Cowboys have depth in most areas, their offensive line has just been ransacked with injuries throughout the year. So, It'll be interesting, John. It's 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 a tricky dynamic for this team. It's you're at the end of the season that's been extended because of all the COVID issues, and yet uh, you're also very beat up. So so temperament wise, it'll be interesting to see where they are. It's 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 a hard spot. So with Tylen Wallace not being available, who's who's the man to step up and be the number one receiver? Well, to be honest, that's a good question. I mean, it's, it's I don't know that there is that guy that is the elite number one guy. There, there's really not. I mean, Dylan Stoner, to some extent, is that guy, but he doesn't offer what Tylen Wallace does from an explosivity standpoint. It's given an opportunity for Tame Martin to play more. He's a young man that transferred in very late from Washington State when it looked like the Pac-12 would not be playing football. And it's taken him quite a while to sort of get settled, but he played more extensively the last two games. He had some big seasons at Washington State. They're kind of hoping that at some point he has a coming out, but that may be next year before that happens. But uh, at any rate, he would be the guy that, that might have the potential to do it, but I don't know if he's quite ready to do it yet. 
Dave Hunziker, our guest, voice of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Uh, Dave, you know when, when guys are out, uh, injury or otherwise, uh, it gives an opportunity for some other guys. Sure. And how about Desmond Jackson, that game he had against Texas Tech, 235 yards rushing. That was a, a, uh, a, a much-needed and a great performance by him. And he's a totally different style runner, John. The other two guys, Chuba Hubbard and L.D. Brown, are home run guys. Desmond Jackson's just a, you know, plow through and get two or three yards or just get a yard. He right. doesn't lose yardage because he's not sitting back there waiting for some hole to open up so he can go for 50. He just takes what he has, and yet he's, you know, he's popped off some pretty long runs. With the offensive line as it is, Coach Gundy said this in a pregame interview for TCU. I asked him, I said, you know, given the nature of your offensive line is beat up and young as it is could an argument be made that desmond jackson's running style suits it better than the other two guys he said oh absolutely yes uh, because you have an offensive line that is young uh in you know and probably in some cases hasn't been in a weight room long enough to really be effective especially as we continue down toward the end of the season need a guy that'll just stick his nose in there and get what he can get and that's what jackson does so not that they don't miss chuba hubbard but uh, you know, with an, with an inexperienced offensive line that, you know, is, is wearing down a bit, just a guy that will stick his nose in there and make it second and eight and instead of it being second and 12, that makes a big difference. How does Oklahoma State's defense match up with Baylor's offense who struggled to run the ball? Well, again, defensively, they're beat up. That's, that's the hard – that's the joker in the deck. I, I mentioned – Rodarius Williams out, starting safety Trey Sterling. I don't know if he'll be able to play. Colby Harbell-Peel, who was first-team All-Big 12 last year, he's been out with injury and played against TCU, but I don't think he's close to 100%. They've been, for the most part, pretty good at stopping the run. At times, really good at stopping the run. They play a lot of man coverage, which gives you the extra man in the box. They play more man than anybody in the league, and it's not just man, it's press man. Now, recently, that's got them into trouble. Mm -hmm. They've given up a lot of big plays. That cost them the game at TCU. They gave up home runs. They gave up home runs to Texas Tech. They weren't doing that early in the year. It's been an issue as of late. But, uh, you know, in theory, they should be pretty good against the run. But when, when, when Rodarius Williams went out at halftime and didn't play the rest of the game, it changed everything because defensively they were doing a good job at shutting down the quarterback run, Max Duggan. They were doing a, a nice job of, of really stopping the TCU run game, but then you take your All-American corner out of the equation, suddenly that changes how you call defense. The offense knows that they maybe can take some shots down the field that they couldn't take otherwise. All the dynamics change pretty dramatically. So, so we'll see. In theory, it's a, it's a good matchup, but Oklahoma State personnel-wise is, is becoming so depleted that I don't know how much you can look at previous games and, and get a very good gauge because it's not the same guys, at least in the secondary. Man, beat up, and Baylor's the same way, beat up. So here we come uh, to the final game of the season. Hey, you guys uh, travel safe and look forward to seeing you on Saturday and holler if we can help with anything. Uh, but we'll see you Saturday. Oh, it's good. Looking forward to seeing everybody, John. Thanks for having me, and uh, – We'll get we'll we'll plow through this one. It'll be interesting. Yeah, definitely so. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you, J Mo. All right, man. Dave Hunziker, the great voice of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. He